a second time, I'm sure. Eight-year-old kid next to him that doesn't know this guy. Did he trim? Oh, I didn't. I absolutely saw it so, in the corner of my eye. So, Bluffers Park. There is a giant mirror there. That is, of course. I'm like, what you know? Shane and Tom. From the Squeezebox podcast. I mentioned them in my last podcast, uh, the one I, the basement Vinyl Part 2, I think. I was saying that there's a real disconnect. Like, these guys... I think... I think... During the days of PAB, there was kind of a... It seemed one community. Well, let's say there was a PAB community, and it overlapped, of course, with PodCamp and so on. But there was a lot of the same people. Um... And it's sort of broken up now since then. I mean, there is around the Hamilton Emporium a quite a circle, a large circle of people. Um, these guys are not part of that. And any attempts I've made to try and draw them in or have an event in Windsor, which I still think is a great idea, that's just not going anywhere. And these guys don't seem to be all that interested themselves or they would have picked up on it. So, that's all. I, I don't mind. I've got my feet in many camps and it really doesn't matter all that much. We're going to just fade these guys out now. Thanks. I'll get back to you guys. Um, but now it's my turn. Buffers Park on a day that was overcast. Well, it's still quite overcast, but it's, uh, hey, it's December, what, 14th, 15th, I think. I'm leaving on the 28th. Holy shit, I have got so much yet to do. And I'm on my way into my office to do some marking, meet my accountant, do my year ends for Canadian study tours, close down caps, Canadian academic preparation school, empty the office. Holy shit. The phone call was from uh, Buddy Brian saying, let's get together for a coffee. And uh, we'll do that later too. So 
I just, I've, I've had a few reflections and I wanted to share them with you. God, I, it sounds loud. Let me just turn down my earbuds. There we go. Um, I was at John Lashinsky's birthday party. I was at Holiday Mania 14. That's another party that uh, nobody else I know through podcasting attends. I'm the only podcaster there other than the guy who's hosting, who used to do a wonderful podcast uh, about cooking. Uh, I don't remember what the name of it was. He goes by the name of the food fella. But there was a... Um, it, it, and it was coming out of Ottawa at one point. And then things happened and... Uh, Gone. But anyway, I, I'm still, that, that's another camp I have my foot in. And it's always fun to go back. This is my fourth time to go. I've seen the same people. But at both parties, I got, let me say, three quarters of the way through a story. And I'm just about to deliver the punchline. The only point, and it wasn't a joke, but just the, the point of the story. You sort of, you build yourself up to a story and you get to this line or explanation at the end, which make sense of the first three quarters. That's just sort of leading up to this conclusion. And in both cases, somebody else came by just as I was about to give the conclusion, the whole point of the story to make it, you know, make everything else make sense. And the people I was telling the story to, who were being forced to listen to it, that's another way of putting it, turned to the person who just came in and boom, they're not listening. They got to greet the person coming in. Of course they do. And I'm thinking, whoa, whoa, whoa. So everything I told you is absolutely pointless and meaningless and ridiculous and silly and a waste of your time and mine because it never got to the point. And I realized when this happened for the second time at this party, First time being at John's. And, of course, this has happened many, many times before. But only now am I beginning to process it. For Christ's sake, Ken, don't make your story so fucking long. And why is it you have to tell that story anyway? And people don't care. You're just another old fart talking too much. I'm not feeling bad about that. I'm feeling, whoa, I'm glad I'm finally seem to be aware of it and hopefully that the next time I go to some gathering and there's lots of people and I get somebody beside me, I don't start launching into a story that needs their full attention for a minimum of four minutes before I can get to the punchline, the point, the reason for telling it. I shouldn't. Just shut up. Don't tell a fucking story. You don't need to. They don't need to hear it. They don't want to hear it. They didn't ask for it. Just shut the fuck up. Listen to them. Really. And this is the whole reason that I've needed to for two, three days now to start this podcast. Because I just finished the ones in the basement, put both of them up, the basement vinyl. Uh, the second one I wasn't even going to put up. I thought, oh, my God, you can't do that. And then I listened back to it and thought, no, I really like that. It was just as natural as could be. Now... Back to this long stories, building up, trying to get to a point. The reason there's sometimes a problem, it's a matter of filtering. First of all, you should filter who is it you're talking to. Do they Are they the kind of people who really want to listen to you anyway? 
Because you can be engaged in a one-on-one deep conversation and go on at length and people will still listen to you if you keep it interesting and, and there seems to be a purpose, a reason. But when you're in a social gathering and there's other people around, don't do that. Now, filtering. So you filter out who you're going to tell to. But when you've had a toke, and I believe in both cases I had had a toke prior to launching into my longish story. When you've had a toke, your filters are all askew. And it's one of the wonderful things about being high, like you've just, you're dismantling the, the structure, the filtering system, and you're just sort of going with whatever strange and new connections there are, and each one seems more interesting and exciting than the last, and you just ride with it, and wow, this is fun. You're heading down a completely different path than you might have been on had you not had that toke. Well, that's not necessarily a good thing when you're engaging in conversation with somebody else. That lack of filters. It might seem interesting to you in your own head. Same way when you do a podcast. Hi, like the one I did, the last one I recorded from here when I had that toke and went a little bit over the top and had to put in Pink Floyd to drown me out. Same thing. The filters go, and you're talking away, and wow, it's all so interesting. But in fact, it's not. (laughs) It's not at all. So I'm not scolding myself. I'm just making an observation, and I'm sharing it with you because you will have known this much longer than I've known it. And I've known it, or maybe I've just sort of deliberately, intentionally hidden the truth from myself because I don't want to. I want to be able to still tell my long stories, and hey, guess what? This thing happened? This thing that was so interesting that you might be interested in? Oh, shut up, old man. Really? So it's an apology. Basically, what this is is an apology. I apologize for shouting out. Sorry, I'm... (sighs) Stop that. It's an apology to you, the listener of the Dixon Jane's podcast, and you, the listener of me in private conversations. Sometimes it works. If the other people are stoned, too, no problem. Or maybe even half drunk, although then who cares? But um, for anybody else, I've sort of grabbed hold of by the earlobe and talked at you. I'm sorry. I'll try not to uh, do it as often in future. Because it's going to happen again. Of course it is. All right. Let's move on from there. Health report. Uh, we don't normally do that, but uh, yes, we do do that. Um, borderline cholesterol. It's always been going there, but the last set of blood tests said, Uh-oh. starting today, you're on new meds for now, cholesterol. So I'm taking, I got about nine pills to take in the morning, like eight different ones. Now, there are multivitamins, there's vitamin D, there's calcium, so it's not just, but there is. Cholesterol, high blood pressure, uh, blood thinner, and now um, anti, what did I just say I had? You know, that thing, you get too much blood sugar, it's all screwed up. You know, the thing you don't want to have. God, I just, I've just forgotten that already. So that's a lot of meds i got to travel with when I head off to Australia. Holy fuck. So I, I've got... All my receipts all showing, hey, all these pills, no, they're not speed, they're not acid, they're not 
anything else. This is legitimate meds that uh, have been prescribed by a doctor. I am not, of course, bringing any pot. I can't do that across the border. But, uh, yeah, we'll manage. I am very much looking forward to it. My son has booked this absolutely wonderful place in Valley Forest. And uh, my buddy has just arranged a great trip. And he's rhyming through the various Australian wines that he likes to drink in the summer because the degree it's almost going up to 40 degrees. Holy shit. It's hot. Not quite that hot, but it is hot. So, of course, summertime for him and uh, for me will be white wines. And he just lists off this list, lists off this list of all the things we can drink and enjoy. So, holy moly, it's going to be fun. Uh, But uh, as for the stomping foot, this club foot, this foot stomp, this drop foot, foot drop that I have, it ain't going away. Uh, and of course, he's referred me to a surgeon and surgeons just generally reject any of these cases because no, it's uh, it's too risky and uh, you can just live with that shit. So on the on the physical health front, yeah, my God, man. How many more years you got left? You know, I got. I want to make eighty. My father made seventy nine. Didn't look after himself. But here's what it comes down to: I'm stubborn, I'm lazy, I'm ignorant. I'm owning up to all those things. Clearly, honestly, almost with a certain degree of pride. Although I shouldn't, especially the ignorant part. Uh, and I just don't. I eat what I want to eat. I don't look after my diet. I don't think about things. So yesterday. I started Googling, oh, my God, what was it, this thing that might happen? Hey, cut down your alcohol when you're taking these pills. Well, shit, man, don't tell me that just before I'm heading off to Australia. That's not the place to quit drinking. Uh, But hypoglycoma, was that it? Something that, whoa, you could get and, you know, you could pass out. Oh, holy fuck, man. Yeah, now thinking back to the bar in Windsor when I just sort of slid onto the floor and I realized, you know, it was because I hadn't eaten all day and started in on the booze. Hey, that can happen to you. And, of course, it was, I, I greened out was the other explanation uh, from super strong pot. But, whoa, yeah, man, hey, whoa. Am I just writing myself off? Am I just letting this slide? Or am I going to at one point pull in the reins and say, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. I don't want to get... I mean, the, the thing that drives me nuts on fucking television is all the ads on CBC based for old people. This new stair lift. Oh, we come in, we put that up there, you know, and you just ride this little seat upstairs and you ride that little seat downstairs. Fuck you. And all these scooters, I say, fuck you, man. I don't want one of those fuckers. I don't want to be in that state. Well, then what are you going to do about it? Face up to reality. And since I have been young... Since I have been young, no, wrong tense there, buddy. What is that, past perfect? No, simple past. Ever since I was young, yeah, that's possible. Ever since I was young, I had this separation between mind and body, you know, brain and and the physical part. Uh, No, I know the brain is a physical part, but you know what I mean. Like, it's just, you exist in your head and everything's fine, and just ignore the body. Just just don't let it have any power over you. 
And it's a very dumb thing to, to live that way, to, to be, you know, willfully ignorant of your physical health and your physical condition and the things you eat and the amount of exercise you don't do. And it really is time for me to start taking stock and say, hey, whoa, at one point, put on the brakes to the deterioration if you can, or at least slow it down further. It's going to happen. You are going to deteriorate. You're going to turn in just into a pile of shit. But slow it down a little, man. Take a few steps, a few remedies, you know, watch what you're eating. Go be a little more informed about what it is, what cacao you're putting into your system. I read up on that last night. Uh, diabetes is a thing, the word I couldn't find, you know, borderline diabetes. Holy fuck, man. Well, eat this, but don't eat that, you know. Go from your nice flavored vanilla yogurt to a non-flavored, non-tasty Greek yogurt. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Watch the cereals you eat. Watch the sugar intake. Oh, my God. Anyway, some of you are very good at it. I was telling my number two son, Chuck, what I'd really like is what I did a few times when I was in university. I went away for a week. When I started TM, Transcendental Meditation, you give up dope, and you go away to uh, uh, a retreat for a weekend. And your whole weekend, you stay in your room and you do rounds of yoga and meditating. Yoga and meditating. And you come down for a group meditation, because this is all under the TM brand, Transcendental Meditation, Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. I have good friends who have been teachers in this for many, many years of their lives, devoted to it. They've moved on and found new things now, but uh, I would say they spent a good 30 years of their lives as teachers. Um, the idea of, of coming back into the group and then the only food you eat is the food they prepare, which is generally vegetarian. I don't even know if it was vegan, but uh, vegan. Good stuff. Stuff that's healthy for you. And I don't do that around home. And my wife, you know, cooks. She, she, she'll have soup or fish for breakfast, and I won't. And very often we end up having different meals. And I'm not about to give up steak. Mm, I love that. But instead of the white rice, instead of the pasta, there's a lot of other stuff that I should be switching over. No, let's not talk about it. It's so fucking boring when people talk about food. Again, that's that blockage. But it's it's not shit I want to talk about. Anyway, I've gone on for long enough. I, I don't know if I accomplished what I wanted to uh, when I started this um, podcast. Did I? Did we say what we wanted to say? Or is there a bore to uh, to get on with? Here's Tom's cackle. Again, I'm scarred. It's I love a, you. It's adding to the pile of of the terrible the reasons that the reasons that when like a superior race comes to take people away that they will the, like they will actually go to the gym and anyone who's in the locker room they will just crush they'll pulverize them they'll like disintegrate everyone in the room well, because anyone they're, that's because they're bad beyond people. beyond right. like the moment of the towel coming off yeah. and then putting your clothes on yeah. and down syndrome kid says you look good you look good because they're bad people they're bad people and if you don't understand that brushing your teeth 
at the gym, maybe, maybe, maybe is okay if you have a towel on, underwear and pants, not just underwear, underwear and shorts, underwear and pants and shoes, a shirt, a shirt, (laughs) completely naked. So he could go into his bag and pluck out a toothbrush and toothpaste and And go stand in the mirror. Stand walk to the mirror to, to wet his toothbrush and stand and look in the mirror like so you're just staring at yourself really that's all you do when you brush your teeth is stare at yourself I don't I like turn away <laughs> from the mirror I like face the toilet <laughs> and brush my teeth I look at my reflection in the toilet I just don't want to stare at myself so I'm just like I, I, I there's no rhyme or reason for this fucking guy not putting something on before doing this and I hate him for it and I hate anyone should. else that's listening to this that does that shit you should <laughs> cut that fucking crap out Can't okay well I hope no uh, yeah, no he's imagine? old school you know he does all <laughs> that dumb crap <laughs> <laughs> was that me they just dissed God, that's so gross watch watch episode one yeah actually watch them all this week this is a pretty big deal are you going to see that absolutely I don't care I don't think I've been more excited about a movie oh fuck fuck Star Wars yeah. I'm, I'm not uh, not at all interested. All right, signing off now. That was just a uh, thanks, Shane and Tom, for giving me a beginning and an ending. But uh, fuck you and Star Wars. I'm not going. Early. I won't wait. Bye. At all. No. For now. No, because within no, two no, days, no, within a day, no, my entire no. office is going to be talking about it, and I don't want to know anything.
this uh, this might be a little up close and intimate uh, because I'm sitting in a, a waiting room, not a hospital. It's a, a car hospital, I guess. Toyota dealership here in Scarborough on Eglinton to uh, have my wife's 2007 Yaris in for a couple of factory recalls, something to do with the airbag and so on. Uh, made an appointment, of course, you know, and uh, uh, they say two hours, and you know it's probably going to be more than that. But anyway, I can't complain. It's it's something. It was like getting my um, cat's nails clipped yesterday. It would bother me if I got to Australia and I didn't get it done before I left. Um, just, I mean, this is a safety issue. And for the cat, I don't know. I may never take her in to the vet again for uh, the nail clipping. I don't really see the point. Not something we ever did in the past when we had cats. But uh, they like to say they should have it done every uh, two months because they can charge you uh, $15. In our case, my case, $20 because they needed two people, one to hold the uke and the other to do the clipping. Um, anyway, I'm just, I have a list of things to do before December 28th, my departure day. Uh, gee, is it a week? Yesterday, yeah. So anyway, not very long. <sighs> so that brings me here. And um, I'm doing what uh, smokers used to do. It's an old smoker's trick. They say, smokers, the best thing to do if you're waiting for a bus is to light up a cigarette. Because as soon as you do, and you got a fresh cigarette out of the pack, light it up, the bus will come. And they'll be bummed because they've wasted a cigarette. And I don't know, if I was a smoker, I would just sort of snuff it out and stick it back in the pack. And some do, but anyway, I thought if I started a podcast uh, now that maybe I'd get the phone call I'm waiting for saying, hey, 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 your car's ready. Where are you? I'm upstairs. It's a nice enough waiting room, free Wi-Fi, free coffee. There's actually a little cafe with very reasonable prices. I thought it was going to be longer than this. I might uh, even order some food. But, uh, no, I thought I'll put Tip Tap Tip on hold, their Christmas show. Uh, Eric and Rochelle in their onesies. It's quite a picture. It's quite a good show. You you have to... uh, it's about the people. They make an effort. And I, I, my hat's off to all you podcasters out there. And this is picking up the theme I started with. You podcasters who really do not only put out a podcast on a regular basis, but actually do it to give something to the community. You're giving. You're not asking for money, although, of course, everybody would like that. But you're just giving. And so that goes to our good friend Jason, who's doing his Christmas countdown. And uh, to Eric and Michelle, who just every week put out Calgary's best podcast. And it is a very good couple cast. And uh, it's just, to me, quite amazing that they're both into it. You've got a couple who actually like podcasting together. So, there you go. All right, listen, I'm going to do a a sound check and uh, see if this has actually worked, if it's listenable, and then I'll be right back. Hang on. Uh, yeah, it seems to be working. It's just that I've got the mic set on low sensitivity, so you don't hear uh, CP24 on the background or other fragments of conversations. Um, yes, thanking the podcasters who get out there and put something that is engaging and that people want to listen to. 
And I really do fear that uh, I ceased doing that quite some time ago. I, it's hit and miss, I suppose. Uh, and I know that I have some faithful listeners who just uh, subscribe and keep on listening. I, maybe not too intently, but it's it's there anyway. But I don't seem to... I don't seem to be... <laughs> I don't know if, if it's maybe a slow, gradual mental decline that's happening, and that's why I'm just not capable of uh, giving you what I feel is, is something worth listening to. Or it's just always been this way. I think part of the, part of the, my, my, maybe it's a bit that I've, I feel I've gone downhill, and part of that is because I did. The Scarborough dude did have a certain degree of celebrity status in the beginning. And we're not talking big time. We're talking Canada here, folks. We don't do celebrities. But there was. There was a thing. Oh, Dixon Jeans. Yeah, Scarborough dude. And I think it's it's all because I was just so tied up in the, the early days. And I was doing my own thing. And like I say, biggest claim to fame. Taking a live piss in the snow. How many How many have done that? But everything was new back then, and I think I even felt it. And, and right now I'm just sort of dragging you through week after week of unplanned, unrehearsed, uh, spur-of-the-moment blabbing uh, because I kind of have to, but there's just not something gripping that, hey, hey, you got to hear this. Um... God, the food smells good. See, that's what I mean. So, I, I, you know, maybe it's the time. Maybe that's why I tried to do this new podcast, Baby Jane, which, Baby Jane, whatever. Little Jane. Baby Sally. <laughs> that um, I thought might present a change, that I would, I would force myself to be more focused. I would only click record when I had something I really needed to share with you. And uh, that just didn't happen. And uh, instead we have me struggling now. Just like It's like I'm treading water. I'm drowning and I'm just, just the arms are waving and I'm sort of kicking my feet and I just want to stay afloat. I just want to stay above water. So... I don't know, I, I talk about this mental decline, and yet when I hear other people 20 years younger than me saying, I can't remember, can't remember what that is, what was that, um, I know I'm not alone, and, I, and it's not the weed. I know some people might think the Scarborough dude is just blasted every day, and that's not true at all. I'm, I'm, I can honestly say, since getting this prescription for medical marijuana, I'm not smoking any more than I used to. I just have access to better quality. I've decided I'm better off using a vaporizer instead of uh, smoking a J. I'm not going out anymore. You know, I hope to uh, maybe one day this week before I leave. I have one more night in the only cafe, in which case I'll step out and have a, have a toot. But, you know, that's not even a factor. I guess really what I what I've wanted from the beginning of doing this podcast was just to feel free to be me 
and and as I talk, maybe to find out and explore who that me is. So it is, and always has been, very self-serving. This is a little bit of an exploration. Who is, who is Ken? And what I'm getting at here is, is like, why would that be of any interest to anybody else? And when I talk about Jason, Jason is, okay, he's had a purpose. He's going to do a Christmas show. He's going to put out songs. He's going to choose. He's got a spreadsheet. He, he, a spreadsheet. He's written down. He's thought about it. He's asked for people to contribute. And I admire that and appreciate that and just feel somewhat uh, indulgent that I don't bother. I just think I'm just, oh, I'll just have to click record and, uh, and give you exactly what I'm giving you now, which adds up to exactly nothing. And... My only justification might be, well, at least it's honest. But, um, you know, 10, 11 years of honesty, haven't we had enough of that? Isn't it time to give something else? I've tried, you know, remember I, at one point I picked up pennies and I'd randomly pick up penny and have a year on it and say, oh, okay, what happened in that year? It was a great idea. But I can't follow through on things. And then I was going to go to the bar and uh, pick up an article you know, at random from the bar and just hold it in my hand and tell you the story. All those are great ideas, but my thing is, and whether it's a mental condition or a a defective brain, I can't follow through. I can't stick to any set plan. I never have been able to. That's why I've had so many jobs. That's why even when I'm teaching, I can't go in with a lesson plan. I can go in with enough material to know that I can cover a three-hour class. You know, if if my if I my brain stops working and I can't sort of just sort of rip it off, I'll I'll fall back on material. But my whole way of communicating, of living, of being is to be kind of a little bit of on on the edge, in the moment, just hoping I can hold on and keep. Keep riding, keep surfing, keep moving. And while that might be entertaining for me, it can't possibly be of interest for you. And I I guess it's just making me call into question once again, why am I doing this? What is the purpose? What is the reason? Why am I inflicting this on you? The listener, because I have to assume I'm having listeners. And, of course, many of us bravely say, oh, well, I don't care if I have any listeners. I'm going to do this anyway. But that's not true. I know one of the things, one of the things a driving force, and I, I am trying to, I'm not trying to just be on the surface right now, boys and girls. I am trying to use this method of communicating to, to take me down, to spiral down, to get a little deeper. And the one thing I've realized, and it's, Related to those telling those stories in the beginning, you know, that uh, get so long nobody ever hears the punchline, is that I want to be liked. I want people to like me. And and, I, and so I think there's a, a confusion there. Is liking the podcast liking me? Or is it completely something different? And am I using the podcast to say, hey, this is me. I want you to like me. And I think that's a, that's a really driving force in my life. And maybe because of moving around a little bit, uh, not to the degree those of you who are army brats have, but enough that they were 
significant changes in my life to starting a new life in a new suburb and not fitting in and needing to have friends needing to needing to fit in when it was difficult for me to fit in mm, I got a lot of friends like that I guess the other the other reality is that uh, as I say all this suddenly I'm getting flashes to say the conversation I had with John Meadows or others and realize that ultimately what really counts is not this podcast but it's the friends I've made through this podcast the people I could talk with communicate with share with in real life in person Uh, and maybe the uh, podcasting has just been kind of a vehicle as maybe Dixon Jane's was in the beginning to attract more friends to uh, to uh, make connections that somehow strengthen me I don't know I don't know about that Um, on the topic of uh the Dixon Jane zine, I'm already burned out on it. I mean, I had so much excitement when it started, and again, this is this relates to this defective brain, that I was thrilled, and I thought, this is wonderful, and, and it's with everything I do. Once the novelty wears off, I'm done. Okay, not interested anymore. Now I want to be, and I need you to be, those of you who, uh, who actually contribute and write and do. I need to get out of that slump, and I need to get back. Um, for the third issue to say hey it's alive again and yes it does mean something and it does count for something I need to believe that right now it's just there's there's no meaning to it uh, just as there's no meaning to this podcast there's there's no meaning to I don't know where do you measure meaning uh, I suppose this might count almost as a Christmas episode because uh, it is December 22nd today I still have not done any Christmas shopping. I realized, no, today I realized, no, I did do Christmas shopping. I bought two little gifts for a little boy, six-year-old boy who I don't know, I can't even remember his name, through the church for a family that didn't have anything or didn't have enough. And I was very happy to buy those gifts. Uh, I really thought they'd like them. One was like a sort of a, a, a kit where you can build a space and the other thing thing was like a, a story with four little ponies. It wasn't my little pony, but it was little animals that a six-year-old might want to play with, too. And I felt really happy about that. Um, and it's just been decided with my own family, my son being away, and I'll see him, uh, you know, in a week in Australia. And number two son is not up for doing much. And my wife and I decided, let's just make this holiday about food and we'll go out to Red Lobster and we'll order in uh, duck and we'll um, have some good wine and appetizers and we'll just make it a celebration of food we can share together. And uh, I'm kind of happy about that. I think, yeah, that's okay. I've told my wife, as much as I would dearly love to find something for her that she'd really like and be would just make her face light up. That just doesn't happen. It's just been a couple of things in all the years we've been together that I've ever found that have been treasured. Uh, my track record is zero. I can't do clothes for my number one son. It's just going to be, or number two son's just going to be, well, I put some money in your bank account. If you need something, get it. 
Maybe I'll try tomorrow, 23rd, going to Winners and see if I can find some something odd, something curious, something interesting so that we're not completely without any gifts on Christmas Day. I don't know. Hope that doesn't sound sad to you. My wife, my wife asked me yesterday. Here, I'll just finish on this note because this is real, and maybe you know, maybe, maybe that's the thing I'm kind of leaving out. I kind of skirt over my real home life and don't share a lot of the stuff that maybe might be of more interest. Anyway, yesterday my wife asked me, "Well, what was the best thing about 2015?" Maybe, I don't know whether the question was, what was the most important thing or most memorable thing of 2015? And I said, well, um, I'm flying to Australia in a few days. And it seems kind of odd, like that's sort of the very end. You know, I don't arrive till December 30th, but it fits in and it will stand out. And then I I went back a little and I said, but, wow, I put out the zine this year, the Dixon Jane zine, and she's still not fully grasping the significance of that. And she said, you mean the old ones? And I said, no, a new one. I've actually started a new Dixon Jeans. There's two issues that have come out. That's 2015. That's significant, even though I've just said it wasn't. Um, That's good. And then I said, and I found a church in 2015. I actually feel I belong to a very interesting group of people, and I'm excited about it, and hey... This ain't no ordinary church. This is, folks, this is one for the news. I keep saying that because I need people to understand that, that Greta Vosper is a very, very special woman. We have not heard the last of Greta Vosper, uh, author of Amen and uh, With or Without God and uh, minister of West Hill United Church. Stay tuned. So that's something else. And then I said, and, and I got a cat. A cat, like a pet in my family. We haven't had a pet the entire time we've been married. There's a pet in our family, a cat that I just love so dearly. So, wow, 2015 was a pretty significant year, and we had another great tour with my summer students. Maybe this is actually a New Year's review, because I don't know when you're going to hear this. Um, The summer tour was excellent. Oh. as it always is and full of significance. Um, I had medical issues in 2015. My God, suddenly I've got this. I, I, I'm, I'm in Quebec City with these students, and I'm just not walking right, and I've got to sit down. Everybody realize, Ken, you're limping. And finally it's diagnosed with, hey, you got something that appears to be drop foot, and, uh, man, you're on borderline diabetes, and you've got uh, high blood pressure, and holy shit, man, you're not in very good health. So that's kind of significant in, in the fact that maybe maybe this will begin to mark a change. I don't know. I, I doubt it. Nothing else has, but oh yeah, I had a stroke, a little mini stroke. Hey, that's that's big news for 2015. What else? Well, you passed out in a bar. You ended up on the floor of the fog lounge. Tom had to drag you into the kitchen. <laughs> like that's something. Hey, you got a prescription for medical marijuana. That's something. And so suddenly I realized, holy fuck, man. This podcast may be dull, but my life has been very goddamn full. I've come out as a humanist, an atheist, a humanist. This has been one rich fucking full year for me. 
And maybe that's what I'm getting at. It's not reflected in the podcast, but I'm wanting, I'm wanting people to cheer me on. God damn it, that Scarbo dude is a cool dude. I think I've always wanted to be a cool dude. And I'm not doing things to achieve that goal. These things are just part of my life, part of who I am. And I guess this is, I think I can end here, but I think this is really what I'm getting at. Is it that I want to be liked or I want respect? I want people to appreciate me for being me? I mean, I think I've really worked at life. And, and when, you, when you read quotes from Henry Miller and there are others you know, who say the true art to life is the life you live. I think I've done a really fucking amazing job living my life. I think I've done a really fucking amazing job living my life. And it's a pity that it doesn't always get shared very well on this podcast. Oh, I'm what a boring old man, as I started off with. But, hey, ask me the right questions. You know, talk to me. Share some time with me in real life. Of course, that sounds terrible. Oh, you mean we don't get, we don't have a life? We don't get to speak? We just have to ask you about your life? Fuck you, man. And, uh uh-oh, full circle. Yeah, you're just a boring old man on on the other hand, right? So, uh, I don't know. There's got to be a balance in there somewhere. And I think the balance is, does come across in real life. When I do spend time with people, I do share. I don't make it all about me. I want to hear your stories. Believe me, I do. It isn't a shallow, superficial ego thing that just makes me want to always be the center of attention. No, no, no. That's not true, and that's not right, and that's that's not the way it is. I do care, and I do value individuals. It's just sometimes podcasting is just a very strange medium for trying to... Uh, Trying to set the record straight. Trying to explain things. But if I had to sum it up, one sentence right now, pull it all together, I want to be appreciated. Better stop there. Car's still not fucking ready. (sighs) Didn't think it would be anyway. Been here two hours, more than two hours. Okay, enough. Um, I hope I can at least reward you with some good music. Thank you for uh, listening and getting thus far. I, I got to tell you one thing. I do feel so much better having just kept this record on and kept on going. And that's that's what it's about to me. Is And, the, and this is a message I'd like to give to, to some of you who uh, may not be using this as a therapeutic tool. Just hit record and just keep on talking and don't worry. Just keep on going. Until you need to stop. And uh, now I need to stop. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. You say you will love me If I have to go You'll be thinking of me Somehow I will know Someday when I'm low 
Wishing you weren't so far away Then I will remember Things we said today You say you'll be mine, girl Till the end of time These days such a kind girl Seems so hard to find Someday when we're dreaming Deep in love, not a lot to say Then we will remember Things we said today Me, I'm just the lucky kind Love to hear you say that love is love And though we may be blind Love is here to stay And that's enough to make you mine Girl, be the only one Love me all the time Girl, we'll go on and on Someday when we're dreaming Deep in love Say, then we will remember things we said today. Me, I'm just the lucky kind. Love to hear you say that love is love, and though we may be blind, love is here to stay, and that's enough to make you mine, girl. Be the Love me all the time, girl We'll go on and on Someday when we're dreaming Deep in love, not a lot to say Then we will remember Things we said today Check, check. Okay, this is going to be quick, I hope. Uh, Bluffers Park, uh, December 23rd. I moved out of my office today. That's one more thing off the list. I did a lot. I closed down not only the CAPS account, but realized I had another business account for another business I never did anything with, Glanville Mediation Services. And while I was there, I thought, what the hell... Closed that, too. Took out all $44 from uh, Glanville Mediation and uh, $12 from Caps. It's done. And then into the office and just hauled away binders full of material from courses I've taken and oh, teaching material and textbooks on English. And oh, my God, it's all in the trunk of my car. And I'm really having a hard time getting rid of stuff like I'm bringing it into the house and and part of me says okay good you're out of one location but I moved out but brought everything back so it's sort of now my floor is filled with boxes of books and it's going to take forever to get rid of it now I I don't want to go on too much about this because you've already heard this before you know that I am one of those people who can't get rid of stuff and I told myself today look Clear off your desk. There's a working desk. Clear it off. And on the desk, I guess you could say there are a hundred things. I always say a hundred, but there always are a hundred things. Like little stacks of 
business cards, some of them mine, some of them other people. And then I'll, to get rid of it, I can't just throw them in the garbage. I've got to go through one other time. And they think, oh, well, I should save that one. Well, where will I put it? And then the trouble begins. It happened today. I found two stories I'd written, one about the uh, acid trip in Morocco. And it was not bad. You know, I realized where I could have made it better. And the other one was a closing statement for my teaching philosophy, I guess, which I had to do as part of a, a program I took on when I took my teacher of adults. And it was really good. Like, it was, I really pulled out everything I had learned about teaching with the mentally handicapped people through various jobs. When I've taken these courses, I've been very focused, and I think that's why I kept taking them, but I haven't taken one for a while. Anyway, look, I find this, I think, okay, what do I do with it? Well, there's a suitcase in the corner full of all my journals and diaries. I'll just put it in there. And when I did that, of course, I reached in and found a little blue hardcover small book called Travels, and in the inside, there's little cards from Pension Colomb, number three, I guess, from Barcelona, and a British rail ticket to Salisbury, and little bits of paper, and then a journal, and with dates and times of the trip Naoko and I made from Yokohama to Vancouver via Siberia. So I'm thrilled to have it because, again, this stuff is, you know, forgotten. I, I We left on my birthday. It was, I, wow. Oh, you'd think I'd remember that. My birthday, my 40th birthday? Uh, leaving Yokohama on a Russian freighter, a little, little boat. No, 39. April 25th, 1987. Uh, on this little boat just pulling out of uh, Yokohama to two days to Vladivostok. Anyway, I'm not going to read you all this stuff, but as I put one stack of papers away, I find something else, and I think, well, I'm glad I kept it. So here's something, you know, Moscow, uh, somewhere else, Prague, Vienna, all these places. Some beach somewhere south of Barcelona. And it's just, you know, little, I kept little journals going up near San Jose. Oh, that was a special place. And I don't know if it, what does it mean? Like, I die and it gets thrown out? Yeah, I guess so, because we're struggling with stuff of my father's stuff that my brother's got. And what do you do? Well, gosh, I've got his old passport, some stuff we want to keep. Would anybody want to keep this, you know? I'm, I'm looking at our trip through southern England, from Chagford to Salisbury to Dartmouth. And we actually hitchhiked a lot of those places. Hitchhiking in train, hitchhiking in boat, uh, steam engine and a ferry. Holy shit. Um, so, I, you know, I, I mean, there's no point in me reading anything, but it is the early days of my marriage, basically. This was a another honeymoon. Well, all that's past, the love and the friendship exists, and I have to realize, oh, we have a bad day. Yesterday was good, I'm walking the crossroads for coffee, beer, and tapas, then hitched to town for a good lunch, and finally... 
fire on the beach with snacks, a bottle of uh, Valdeperosa or something, and a talk all as well. Got ripped off for mushrooms and beef in Madrid. Well, I don't know. I mean, I was keeping track of the costs, stuff. Oh, you know, there was a few struggles. This was not an easy trip for my wife. This was this was sort of backpacking across Europe for somebody who has never traveled that way before. Um, I'm talking about some city, April 28th in Khabarovsk, somewhere, oh, down the river Amur. But the water, the, the ice melting. Anyway, okay, I could just get lost in that thing. The point is, this is why it takes me so long to do anything. I'll pick something up and it will just, it's like opening a door into the past. And I'm suddenly, ooh, wow. Oh, that's neat. Wow, I'd forgotten that. And there's a sadness to the stuff because, like, it's dead. If I didn't see this book... If I didn't have these dates, these places, the fact that we hitchhiked from here to here, it would seem almost as if it never happened. And, of course, it always gets you back to the present, like, hey, live like it's now because the now is ever-changing, ever-passing, ever-dying. So you live in the moment, and you want that to be enough, but sometimes some of us have to have to hold on and treasure it and keep it or try to keep it. And when we do, it becomes more important and and precious and, oh, painful. Painful because it is so ephemeral. It is so, it's gone. Like a trip across Siberia. Wow. But it's gone. It's the past. It doesn't exist. I don't need to hang on to it. I can look at a photo and say, wow, that's neat. Maybe share that photo and somebody says, wow, isn't that cool? You and your wife went across Siberia. Wow, that's neat. But this now, this today, here it is, December 23rd, 2015. And I sit in Bluffers Park, trying to finish off a podcast because who knows when the next one will come. It might not come until 2016 from Australia. And all I'm trying to do is wind this one down and give it some significance or some importance. And that's a mighty hard thing to do because even before I hit record, I said, okay, now, Ken, what are you going to tell him? What, what are you going to say And the voice answers, I don't know. Don't have a plan. There is nothing really that I can do. Just put it on and talk. And that's what, uh, that's what I'm doing. So I'm going to end on that. It's 10 minutes. I'm just, I'm just ending here. I'm just going to arbitrarily end, 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 end. It all ends. There's always an end. And then there's another beginning and it carries on again. And none of it really matters. None of it really matters.
does matter. The time amongst the living. Not so much the time alone. So this is Christmas. And what have you done? Another year And so this is Christmas I hope you have fun The near and the dear ones The old and the young A very Merry Christmas And a Happy New Year So happy. Christmas. 